Hello everybody and welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I am your host Peter and on today's episode we are going to be talking about our favorite, our most meaningful, our best anime of all time between members of myself and the members of Watch Club. We have the starting point guard over here on my webcam. Our starting point guard for the San Antonio Spurs, we have young Patty Mills. Pat, how's it going? It's good. Uh, you know, you see me immortalize Kevin Ollie uh, in the background there. That is his jersey uh, for anyone who's ever wondered why, uh, you know, we we UConn fans love to uh, celebrate our few successful players in the NBA. Uh, and that is that's Kevin Ollie back there. Yeah, we, we don't have many, but we have some. Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? How are you, Pete? Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you so much. Jump out there and say hello to that. Happy birthday. Happy I appreciate birthday. that. I love doing podcasts on my birthday. This is the second time we did one last year as well. Um, ah. it's, it's, it's now it's going to be the yearly tradition. It's a Monday. Who cares? There's nothing else to do. Um, yeah. uh, saving the world one ED pill at a time. We have the Maha show bro himself. Miles miles. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going quite well. Um, I, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that was really good. That was really I just came up with that. that. You um, have to acknowledge that. It's <laughs> fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about these shows. Me too. And Johnny, I have nothing witty to say about you, but how's it going, my man? I'm doing good. Thank you. As a resident 12 year old, it's hard to understand the concept that someone is uh, 30 years old. So, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you're literally it. double his age. It's insane. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's okay. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm having fun. I'm feeling great. I've never felt better in my entire life. So you know what? 30, bring it on. Let's go. Not actually tall. <laughs> <laughs> but today, like we said, we're going to be talking about our favorite, our most memorable, passionate, inspirational anime that reflects us as anime viewers in a three by three format. So I'm going to list or we're each going to list like nine shows that mean a lot to us for various different reasons. So I'll start with myself first and we're going to jump into my nine anime. They are food wars, maid Sama, full metal alchemist brotherhood, Toradora, Konosuba, and especially the movie Konosuba, Suri Zuri children, a place further than the universe, berserk and violet evergarden. So to start my journey, we start in the year 2017. I am a hot up-and-coming stockbroker in New York City. Just kidding. But me and my buddy started a company in 2017. Um, and we wanted to watch like a show together while we were eating lunch. And at the time, I wasn't watching anime. He was kind of watching anime. He's like, we should watch. Let's watch anime together during lunch. I'm like, ah, sure. Like, I saw Full Metal Alchemist. I've seen, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up as a kid. But I really wasn't a big uh, anime watcher goes, okay, well, we should watch this one. My friend recommended called food wars. And for some reason at the age of 26, my brain was like, yep, this is it. This is what you've been waiting for your whole life. This is peak peak, whatever form of media I've ever seen in my entire life. And since then I've been hooked on anime. I loved food wars since the beginning, except for actually, as I say that I dropped season five, it got so bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like at the time in my life, you know, like when you start anime and it's just like every show is like everything's good. Oh yeah. my god, Naruto is so good. Oh my god, my hero academia, this is the best shit ever. That, that was me with Food Wars. I was just like, this is this is peak anime. I need to show everybody this. This is so funny. And then I realized nobody else thought it was funny unless yeah. you watch anime. 
type of thing. <laughs> so it was really fun. But I mean, that's literally what kickstarted like everything about anime for me uh, was Food Wars of all shows. So I think I absolutely had to include it in my nine. It, it means so much to me in like the dumbest way possible, but it does mean a lot in terms of just anime in general. And then we're going to get a little silly. We're going to move on to our next show, which is called Maid Sama, which is a romantic comedy about a poor girl who works at, at a maid cafe to support her family. And why this is on my list is because this kind of introduced me to the culture of anime and more, exp- and more importantly, waifus. Because this is my first ever waifu, Mikasa from Maid Sama. And I was like, she's so hot. Like, I wonder if anybody else like has crushes on anime girls. Guess what? It's an entire culture. People buy body pills. Get your Dakimuras of whoever you want. I was just like, what the hell? Like, I didn't realize like everybody else was like me. And they have like, in some cases, one, some cases, five, or some people like Tyler who has 50. It's a culture in anime. I was like, this is crazy. And then you also have the husbandos, but nothing hit me quite as hard as Maid Sama did as like my like 20th anime I ever saw. And I was just like, I was blown away by like <laughs> what this was to me. Um, following up with that is something completely different, which is Full Metal, Alch- Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which up until last year was my favorite anime of all time. I thought it was like one of the best like told stories in like 64 episodes. Everything about it was amazing. There's a reason why it's the number one rated show on Mal and Attack on Titan season four never will. It just, it, it was. was, I mean, for like a millisecond, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, just to me, an overall amazing story. I love it. I think most people who have seen it agree that it's at least very good. Just to me, it's a masterpiece. Toradora, number four for me. This was the show that hit me pretty hard. Um, in terms of just like the relationship aspect, I really enjoyed the chemistry. I know we ha- we'll have some debates about that, but I really enjoyed everything about Toradora. And what makes it stand out compared to other rom-coms is I was watching this in the winter and my power went out and I was about nine or 10 episodes deep into Toradora. So at two o'clock in the morning, I drove to my gym, which is thankfully open 24 seven. So I could get their Wi-Fi, so I could sit on a, um, like a machine bike so I could watch Toradora. And I did that. And Absolute legend. no anime has ever made me do that except for Toradora. And I think it's as of right now, it's my number three anime of all time. I love Toradora. What it did to me is just so stupid and silly, but I love the show so much. I have to ask, how often are you watching shows, though, late at night, and then your power goes out, and you have the opportunity to go to the gym? That's the question, though. Like, uh, that's where... been, yeah, very, very rarely that that's ever even crossed my mind, but it was, man, I don't know. Toradora, for a lot of people, is, is like, their number one romance. To me, it is, too, and something about it just, like, just stuck with me, and I think that, like, reflects my taste on, like, rom-coms in general, since I have two of them on here. I'm a big rom-com. Actually, I have three of them on here, because we'll get to that at number six. Uh, but number five is Konosuba, especially the movie. I When I say the movie, it came to Minnesota in the theaters for one night. And I got my tickets and everything in one. I was, I was expecting it to be 10 to 15 people. Because when I went and saw like a silent voice in theaters, there were six people. So I wasn't expecting a whole lot. I got to the movie theater. It was sold out. It was 
200 just disgusting, sweaty-ass weebs all watching yep. Kalasuba. I was like the perfect amount of drunk for this movie. And everybody in the theater was just like me. I had an absolute blast. It was one of the best movie experiences of my life. I And not even taking away from the rest of the show, because Kalasuba is my number four anime of all time. I love Kalasuba in general, but like the movie especially leaves like a special memory to me because of that moment I got to share with the community. And then COVID's like, ha ha ha, just kidding, no more anime movies. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> so I'll have to hopefully in like, I don't know, five months I can go to the movies again. But that was like a really special like thing of like knowing the community also enjoys this. And there's people like me out there. And I got to like talking with some people there while we were at the movie theater, like waiting for the movie to start. So it's just really, it holds a special place in my heart for the community and anime in general. And then another rom-com that I'm going to be talking about is my number six show, which is called Surrey Zuri Children. And I think this one might be a little different because this is the anime I've watched the most. And that's why I put it on here. This is like my comfort anime. Whenever I just need a serotonin boost, whenever I just need to sit back and relax, I watch Surrey Zuri Children. The English sub and the dub are both incredible. I love this show so much. It's simple. It's like 12 minute episodes. I think it doesn't get like the praise it deserves because it's a short form and not like a long-standing uh, running anime, like tr the traditional 22, 23 minute type of shows. But Surrey Zuri Children to me is an incredible, incredible romance, like Rob Cobb show about six different like couples all interacting differently based off like their personalities. And I love it. It's such a great show and it means a lot to me just because I've seen it like 10 times. So I thought I'd add like this comfort show into the list. Number seven is a place further than the universe. If you've seen our watch club, what it means to me, it's the main reason why I started the podcast in general and maybe want to go out and explore more and do more. And if I have an idea, just run with it. Like who cares if it's a silly anime podcast, just go with it and see what happens. And it kind of like legit is probably the only anime that has like legit changed my life because because of it, uh, I've met all of you. Uh, I've like changed, like legit have changed Aww. my life because of the show. So it's really, really silly in some ways, but to me, it's a lot, it means a lot. And I just really enjoy a place for the universe. Number eight is berserk a little cheating because this is more reflecting of the manga, but I have seen berserk 97, the movies and berserk, unfortunately, 2016 and 2017. I mean, I have guts tattooed on my arm. Like I love berserk. It's the best. I think it's the best story of all time. And if you can see me on my webcam, I'm holding up all my Berserk stuff. But Berserk to me, it's the greatest story ever written in my personal opinion. I love it. I love the stories. Guts is my favorite main character in history. And if you ever want to talk Berserk, let me know. I will talk Berserk anytime, any day. I love it. And then number nine, last but not least, is Violet Evergarden, which is just my favorite anime of all time. Uh, not much is really to say, just that I absolutely love it episode 10 means a lot to me um it's the only anime that like made me like ball my eyes out not just cry but like ball emotionally tear me apart i i like when i watched violet evergarden like episode 10 i had to go work out and like force serotonin into my body <laughs> because i was so sad like yeah if, if something does that, that, that needs to go on my list. So those are my nine. Recapping again, Food Wars Made Sama, Brotherhood, Toradora, Konosuba, Suri Zuri Children, A Place for the Universe, Berserk, and Violet Evergarden. All right, you boys, 
you can critique me or whatever you want to do with my list. Uh, so first off, I want to echo your uh, Konosuba movie experience because I, uh, while I was at college, uh, thankfully I went to college somewhere uh, near a big city up in Boston. So I was able to get like these theater experiences a lot for movies, you know, for anime movies because there's enough of a, a population of people there to, to go and see them. And the Konosuba movie experience that you had was the same as exact as mine. Like I expected the theater to be empty because I had seen like the Bunny Girl Senpai movie and there was like 10 people there that time. And then a month later, I met the Konosuba movie and I, my mind was blown like it was the crowd was so loud too like everyone was laughing and like like shouting at the screen it was a lot of fun like the the experience was great so i i i echo your experience with that and then the series uh children i guess with your logic or, or what you said about it that makes sense now why it's on your list because that's the only one that really stands out to me as like a show that you don't talk a lot about because with all the other shows i feel like you talk a lot about them uh on your list uh, or in your nine i should say that you've talked about a lot so but uh, now that I know, I, I'm not surprised that it's on your 9x9 nine nine, or 3x3. Three three. God, 9x9. Nine nine, that would be a lot of anime. <laughs> that would be a lot of anime. That'd be, be, that'd be too anime. much for Miles. Go. It's yeah, actually Miles yeah, it's more than I've consumed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> of so Miles would then have to have uh, Violet Evergarden on his 9x9. Nine yes, nine. you would have to be yeah, forced to have it. There we go. I would be like, okay, coming in at number 63, I have Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, this anime, I hate it, but here it is on the list because I haven't watched 81 anime. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So an omission, omission, whatever, I'm a little surprised if Pete is is uh, no Log Horizon? Yeah. yeah. There, were, there, was, there was two that I was, like, that was on the cuffs. One was Log Horizon and the other one was Made in Abyss. Just because okay. Made in Abyss is, like, the reason why we started Watch Club. I guess that was, like, our first, like, introduction to Watch Club, so... That also has like a special place in my heart as well. But Log Horizon, I mean, you know, I love Log Horizon, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was somebody with like my arsenal of how many anime I've seen. It's, there's got to be a loser, and Log Horizon was one of the losers. I I'm fine with Log Horizon losing, so don't worry. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just like because you you like I don't know I I could just like say anything and you would respond watch log horizon and i've never heard yep. you type like watch maid sama you know what i mean watch it though so- <laughs> maid sama in general is like a seven out of ten rom-com but it's just the fact that like it was my first ever waifu i had no idea like that culture existed i you had never no- forget your first you, you never, never for- you never forget your you first especially do. your waifu and it was just like Imagine just like knowing nothing and going on to like Reddit and be like, "Hey, um, what's the thing that people like about anime girls?" Is like, "Oh, waifus." I'm like, "What the hell is a waifu?" And it's just like, "Well, here's a tsunami of knowledge." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So it was just like a, it was like a welcome to to anime thing. (laughs) Your order of doing that is like super duper bizarre to me. Like, like I, I. I mean, I don't know. Like, I watched a little anime growing up, but not, like, a ton. And I, I got more into it when I was, like, 24 or something like that. But, like, I mean, I like to think that I knew what a waifu was when I See, was, like, 14. For as big of a <laughs> nerd uh, that I am, I used to make fun of anime kids. Like, I used to just say, like, The Simpsons <laughs> is my favorite anime to, like, trigger anime <laughs> nerds. You've become the very thing you swore to this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it was just like, it was something I never got, even though like I was like, I played League of Legends like 14 hours a day. Like I was a major <laughs> nerd, but like anime was just like not it for me until Food Wars. Like it makes no I, sense. I didn't get it because oh. I thought it was all shonen. 
So, because mm. like all the popular ones when I was growing up were like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z and stuff. And I was just like, wow, couldn't care less. And you know what? That's held true. Uh, <laughs> <No> so, <kidding. laughs> well, that's my list. Uh, Jai, do you have any other word? Do you have any words about my list or should we just jump right into yours? So the shows that I expected, I expected, I expected Toradora, I expected, uh, I expected Violet Evergarden, I expected Full Metal Alchemist. One thing I thought you would put on was Mob Psycho, which I'm surprised you didn't put. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, I do love Mob Psycho. Reagan is my favorite anime character of all time. So that one, I, I mean, I, I gotta cut something. And for as much as I love Mob Psycho, I don't think it has like an impact compared to other shows that are on this list. Because like in terms yeah. of like my rankings, Mob Psycho is higher than uh, like a place for the universe, and it's higher than like Maid Sama and stuff like that. I just thought it'd be better if I introduced like things that like impacted me more. Where Mob Psycho is just a great show. Yeah, I understand that for sure. I have a lot of shows like that on my list. Hey, speaking of which, oh, yeah. let's Johnny. Let's get into your list. All right, yeah. So you guys are gonna. It's like you guys were like surprised about Pete having food wars in this first anime. You guys are gonna be very surprised when you see mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- this is my list going from uh, top to bottom, left to right. We have a uh, Teasy Master Tagagi I can't say it with straight face. Yeah. Uh, this. Once we get to the explanation, we'll see why. Fairy Tale, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Toradora, Re Zero, Darling and the Franks, Doctor Stone. Planet After Story, and your name. So let's let, let's just get this over with first. So like, so like P is like I also kind of was the guy that bullied anime fans like low key. Okay, like you hold on, don't, no, don't say you bully. Are you, I have, you guys are I terrible. Don't put me out as like the bad guy. I just like jokingly made fun of anime fans. Yeah, like, I would like, never I, I bully. Like, I wasn't like going online saying you like anime, you're such a you're such a dumbass. Like no I, I never just, did like, that. Like, oh, I was like low key like hmm but like okay. Too late so, like, to go back now Pete that's what you did. Alright I guess I'm the school bully. My bad. Back to my list. Back, back to my list. Yes. <laughs> okay so like the only experience I had with anime before watching this was a uh, Yaoi fangirls and uh, the rape scene from SAO. I'm I'm not joking. Oh wow <laughs> yeah so like i saw these like so i saw these clips on the youtube i was like what is this and i saw this like really wholesome like anime i was like wait what is this like this this isn't what i thought anime was so then like i thought like fuck it i might as well just watch this see what it was see what it is and i watched the whole thing in one day it was insane i watched all 12 episodes in one day i i i've almost never done that it was surprise it was shocking for me i was like wait what what is this like do I actually like this? Am I actually a weeb? Like, like the realization, like, oh no, something's wrong with me. I'm joking, but like, yeah. So after that, it's like, so I watch Fairy Tale. Honestly, I I don't know why to this day. I think the only reason is because like, it was like a show that was like popular, but wasn't like as many people talking about. Like, it's not as popular as like Naruto, Dragon Ball, or stuff like that. So that's the reason why I watched it. I think. And then, like, you know, like, I like I liked it, but, like, it's nothing, like, special to me now. It was special to me before, because, you know, like, like Pete says, like, my hero, it's like, my hero, you think that was, like, the best thing. And, like, Naruto, you think that was the best. But, yeah. So, moving on after that, we have a uh, Dragon Maid. So, Dragon Maid was, like, another show I just saw, like, clips of on YouTube. You know, like, those clips of, like, like, Luca, like, having the little boy wash her bitch <laughs> stuff like that. 
So like it, it was mostly just because I knew about it. I was like, hey, this looks interesting. Because at this time, like I, I didn't know much about anime. I was like very new into the scene. So that was what I watched. And then moving on after that, we have Torador, which, which like P is one of my favorite anime. I, it's either number one or two. The other one is coming up. Like, Pete already said this is stuff about Torador, so I'm not going to say too much about it. But yeah, like Pete said, it's I think it's the greatest rom-com of all time. I absolutely love the characters. I know I know people on here will disagree, but I'm I'm going to stand yep. tiger my entire life. I, I don't We're care what you... We're a 50-50 group here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we can <laughs> very much... say Tiger is Tiger's best girl. But moving on after that... <laughs> Sorry, oh, go ahead. Oh, shut up. Anyways... <laughs> Moving on after that, we have ReZero, which, like, season one, I don't think I would have put on here if it was just season one, since, like, I thought it was, like, I, I thought it was an amazing show, but it, like, it left me kind of wanting more. Season two, I, it, it has absolutely blown me away. I had, I had sky-high expectations for it, and it absolutely blew me away. Season two, it's, it's probably, like, the best anime. It was my anime of the year last year, and might honestly be anime of the year this year, since, you know, it's broadcasting stuff but anyway yeah i love the characters i think super continue please no one heard that i love the characters in it run that girl fuck you i don't care what you say subaru is a fucking chad and that movie i'm on that So, yep. <laughs> do people disagree with the rim best girl take i mean i know i do but like i'm contrarian Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. A lot oh. of people. They're they're just haters. They don't understand. Yeah, anyway. we don't want slaves. Yeah, I, guess, we have, I guess that's like this, a wrong take. Hmm. Yeah, so like Gosh. this, this is interesting for me. So like this next show I have is Darling in the Frank. So like, this was actually like the only show that I watched at the time that was actually like still airing. I believe like, well maybe it wasn't still airing, but it was like very recently. Like it probably like stopped airing like a month ago or something like that so like before like honestly before this i didn't understand the concept of seasonals really like i know like my knowledge of anime was very small like i had no idea how this stuff worked i thought it was just like all released at once it was very weird but watching it like i i honestly thought it was really good because it was one of the because at this i think i watched this before tour lore so like it was one of the anime that like stuck with me emotionally for a long time before I realized, like, hey, what well, the ending's kind of garbage, but yeah, yeah, but like before, like, like all things considered, like I thought the story was really good up until then. Like I thought the characters and their interactions were great. I thought the world building was great, and yeah. So for these bottom three shows, I don't have too much to say apart from like, like, so like the top six are like shows that like kind of like influence my taste and like are like my favorite animes. The ones on the bottom here. Or just anime that like, I think are really good. Dr. Stone, it is, like, for me, it's such a fun show. I can watch this at any point and just have a blast. It is, like, I love all the science behind it. The, like, I understand people say, like, it is absolutely absurd. Like, none of this makes sense. But, like, I don't know. It's just it's just, it's it's just, it's just a fun show. It's anime. Like, the character has a broccoli yes. haircut. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And after that, we have Quan and After Story, which is probably the like I don't think I've ever felt so much watching an anime. This Clan and After Story, I think I binged maybe twenty episodes in one day because I wanted to see what happened. It was I've never felt like so 
I don't even know how to describe it. So like, sad. Yeah, sa- sad. Maybe that's <laughs> a good way. It's very sad. Yeah, I I was a fucking mess after Luna. <laughs> yeah, and then last and then last is your name. It is. It is. It, I I wish I was an anime fan when this came out, cause cause I wish I watched this in theaters. I had to watch it online. And, you know, it's just not the same experience watching this on your laptop instead of watching it in theaters. Like the animation is probably like one of the best I've ever seen in anime. The music is absolutely amazing, and yeah, I just I can't say like enough praise about it. But yeah, that's my nine by nine. Right on! I- right on! I like it. Um, so the Darling and the Franks one surprised me the most on the list, but with your logic, I think that makes sense. And also, I loved a Darling and the Franks too. Like I don't know, I I really yeah, enjoyed but, it too, and it it definitely yeah, got it's that just like the ending, like that's response. And even the ending, I don't think is as bad as people say it is. Uh, I think it's not great. Obviously, it's a pretty Bruh. bad ending. It's not. Yeah, no, no, I knew that, that was coming. <laughs> It's not the. It's bad. It is a still a it's bad. It's the worst. It's not the worst by far. There are worse things like yeah. I don't really know, but anyways, there are a lot of worse endings. And then yeah, the to- I'll make my Toradora joke. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> other, yeah. other than that, other than that, I think I agree with. I, I think your list summarizes you pretty well. Um, and it's okay to admit that you watch Fairy Tale because of Lucy's like you know because of lucy it's okay you know like, that's kinda like i did not say that <laughs> yeah well that you can ju- you didn't say it or ezra like, yeah. probably why or ezra you know yeah. it's okay you can maybe. be a man of different tastes i don't know maybe, don't like lucy i mean i watched dragon maid after watching you, fairy tale but... so maybe that mm-hmm. influenced me yeah, i was well, most go. surprised by fairy tale i don't i just i don't think i even knew you watched fairy tale yeah me i didn't yeah, no, really I, yeah i don't really talk about it but it's like the naruto it's like why would you talk about it like Actually, people talk about Naruto. Naruto is so. great. Yeah, yeah people talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like a... in the past decade. Yeah, <laughs> too, too much even. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah there's not too much to talk about since first of all, none of you watched it here. So, like, what am I going to talk about? What Takagi? Fair. I've seen Takagi. No, I'm saying for Fairy Tale. Oh I yeah, watched no. one episode of Fairy Tale. That's what bored me. Watched Fairy Tale, yeah, and that's nice. all I need to know. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put Sword Art on here. To be honest. Why would I put SAO on here? Because you're like a resident SAO defender, and what you you what? love the OPs and everything like that. That's the know. only thing I like about SAO. The plot is absolute garbage. <laughs> right. That's the Pete, only. Why do you have I to like. do that, Pete? Why do you have to put my show on blast like that? Bro? Oh my I bad. I think we're like unironically getting a defense in a in a second here, like after. Dica. Yeah, you will unironically get a defense <laughs> by the end of the show. So SAO fans, don't don't be turned off by this uh, by this attack, this well, vicious ambush. That is great. You could watch both and enjoy them both equally. Um, <laughs> sorry, Maybe I don't know. Cool. I uh, I like the uh, the your name being on there. That uh, theater experience, mm-hmm. I agree, is is one of the best things I, I I ever got to experience. So I'm glad I did. I wish I got to experience that. Mm-hmm. All right. Did uh, you, any closing thoughts? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Did you get to see Weathering with you, Johnny? In yes, theaters? I, oh, no, I did not get to see it in theaters. That's like a close second. Oh, oh, so they, I was going to say that's a close second, but I guess you haven't seen that yet. So we'll just have to wait for the next Shinkai film in two years, and then and then you finally get to have that experience in theaters, because mm-hmm. it's worth it. Right on. All right. Miles, are you ready? Yeah, I, uh, I'm super duper ready. So I, I went for diversity a lot less than these other folks. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> we have, like, a lot of, like, one writer and one director in here but we'll continue so um my, my list in like order from like top to bottom left to right is uh devilman crybaby 
Um, the second one is my clip is from Hikarashi New, um, but it really just sort of is when they cry anything. Um, so I'll talk about that a little bit more uh, when I get going. Um, number three is Shiki. Four Ooh. is Psychopass. Um, five is Madoka Magica. Uh, six is Konosuba, because we shouldn't have a list without Konosuba, is what I feel. Um, seven is uh, Ping Pong the Animation. Um, eight is Tokyo Godfathers. And to keep the whole trend up, at nine, we have the quintessential quintuplets. <laughs> I was about to why did you put quints at five? At nine. I don't know, why did you put it at five, though? Why did I put it at five? Yeah. Um... <laughs> that's a great question. Um, right in the middle. Tell us who you are. Wow. Um. I mean, that's correct, right? Like, that's the correct decision. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you out. I just. Uh, no, I mean, I deserve it, really. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. So, starting at number one, uh, we have uh, Devil May Cry Baby. Also. Uh, I'm going to spoil some things for my shows. So if you don't want to be spoiled for any of these shows that I've listed here in not huge amounts, but in some amounts, um, skip my section and go to Pat's. Uh, Cause why I like yeah. these shows directly involves their subject matter quite a bit. Um, so I, I remember when I like first watched uh, devil man cry baby. Um, it was the anime that I watched right before it high school DXD. So we <laughs> nice. We um you were horny that week, weren't you? We went to like <laughs> a like just a completely different uh, spectrum, but I was like, "Oh, okay. This is like, you know, we got like devils and stuff. Like this will probably be, you know, I don't know, similar enough." And boy was I wrong. Um but <laughs> hey. like this show absolutely blew my fucking mind. Um I I watched it all in one day. Um, I got to the end, and I, I had to talk to someone about it, um, because holy shit, that ending. Um, but I didn't have anyone to talk to it, because it, it came out like a week before, or whatever, and like none of my friends had seen it. And so I bullied people into watching it, so I could talk to them about it. Um, I think the thing that like I really love, and like what makes it my like favorite anime ever, and like what I'm using to start up this list, is that uh, uh, sort of like the um, subversion of expectations you get from it and the fact that the protagonist just fucking loses at the end. Everything goes to shit, and at the end everyone dies. And you're just like you know, it's not a thing that not only anime doesn't do very often, but like media in general doesn't do super often. Um you know, it's not that there's never hurdles or anything, but just complete and abject failure in having it end on that note is super rare. And I I had loved that. I, I thought it was just like a really bold decision to do. Um so number two, we're gonna do uh Higarashi um when they cry. So uh, there's a few different things in this series. There were two animes back in like 04 and like 06 or so. And then now there's a sequel that is currently airing that is fantastic. Um, so I really like visual novels. And one of the ones that I love along with everyone else in the entire world is Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, so one day I typed into Google 
I don't know, literally anything that's like Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, and Higurashi was like one of the first recommendations. Um, so I looked into it a little bit, obviously not too much because, you know, when with things like this, with like mysteries and all of that, you don't want, you know, too much. Um, so I started reading it and um, they're, you know, I, I just like fell in love with it instantly. And, you know, then after I finished reading it, I watched the anime and like the anime wasn't as good, but I like loved the anime. And then, you know, I, I don't watch seasonal stuff, but I've been keeping up with this seasonally. Like, it's just, it means a lot to me. And I think it's because it does one. It has, it's like this very long saga that they managed to tie together. Okay. Which is like good because endings suck. And then two, the whole atmosphere of the town they're present in, and the, the way they do um, all of the different scenarios with like the time loops and stuff just like really gets me. If I'm a sucker for anything, it is mystery and time loops. And so uh, Higurashi really just like merges those in like a way I love. Um, much to Pat's pleasure at number three, yes. we have um, Shiki. Um, so I found Shiki through a um a podcast that had like Digibro and Gigguk and like Mother's Basement on it um a several years ago at this point where uh they did like a Halloween episode and they each brought forward like their favorite horror anime. I really like horror as like a genre um and in things that aren't anime. Um anime generally does it pretty terribly pretty bad um, yeah yeah no, yeah you bad. can be honest it's bad yeah, yeah. It's bad, you know people often like throw out like future diary or something and it's That's just bad. like <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like oh like i don't know tokyo ghoul or something um <laughs> and it's does that count as horror like it, it's it listed does. under it it's um, definitely listed as a horror and yep. let me tell you every list about horror anime that are good includes it um so I had never heard of this, but the premise sounded super cool. Um, and I love sort of like pretentious bullshit, uh, like art style and stuff. And Shiki like certainly has that. It has sort yeah. of like a, <laughs> yeah. um, that's another thing that I haven't mentioned. That's another thing I loved about Devin Mullen Crybaby. If like the art style is like at all avant-garde, I eat it up. Um, so Shiki, I thought had like a really interesting approach to like supernatural phenomena um i i and hair the hair is absurd it makes Yu-Gi-Oh look tame um yeah it does (laughs) and so like i i a question i love asking people is like how many times would you have to see a ghost before you started believing in ghosts um and and provided you don't just um you know believe in ghosts currently there's nothing wrong with that but like i i'm firm that i would have to like see a ghost full-fledged ghost and interact with it like three times or so before i was like you know what okay i guess ghosts are real so like the protagonist or one of them in shiki um has this really interesting like journey from like trying to figure out what's happening to the town to accepting the supernatural stuff's happening and like it takes him a bit because he's a very empirical man um but once he accepts it he starts going about the problem in like a very scientific way. And I thought that was like super cool. Um, 
So I know oh it bothered God. Pat this guy, how long This guy took. is Kiritsugu. I just realized that this guy is Kiritsugu from Fate. He looks like him and he acts like him too. Yeah, That's so good. I So for me, what bothered me the most, because this is, uh, I like that this is on the list too, because we can talk about it. This inspired Watch Club, this show, or yes, pa- this show part, partly inspired Watch Club. Like uh, Miles and I started talking one day and we were like, hey, let's just recommend shows for each other. I made him watch Origairu, I think, and then he wa- uh, made me watch Cheeky. And, uh, we both had, you know, we both had positive, negative, to both shows. And we were like, man, this would be really fun to do like as a group, you know? And so we invented book clubs for anime because, you know, that's a really original idea. Right. Um, but it worked out that way. And uh, yeah. we're, now we have watch club and it's really fun. And, uh, the, my, yeah. my main problem with this show was I felt frustrated as hell by a certain character's decision at the end of it. And I also thought the ending felt rushed. It did, And I think you agreed with me on that. I, I do, but and then this will be my last thing about Cheeky because I don't want to go too, on, yeah, too long on true. it. But uh, the ending is super rushed, but in, to me, it's in like a Goodfellas rushed way where it's rushed because everything is just going to hell all of a sudden. We have hit this climax and yeah. like people's time to adjust and plan is over, but things keep changing. And so, I, I mean, I love the way it shook out at the end. Um, I thought it was great. Um, so we'll, we'll save that one day. We'll, we'll get everyone to watch Shiki and we yeah. can have a discussion about it one day. Um, the, fuck the priest. That's all I can say. <laughs> fuck the priest, bro. Uh, that guy sucks. Say, I hate him. Don't say that to a priest. He might do it back to you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm too oh, old no, for that. No, maybe Johnny uh, though. We gotta be careful. Oh, <laughs> protect Johnny. Oh, I'm go to church. It's all you set me up for that one. Yikes. Me, um, yeah. Thank uh, Lent. Everyone enjoying Lent, I yeah. hope. Yeah, I know I am. Uh, uh, anyways. Number four is Psychopaths. Psychopaths was one of the first anime I watched. I think it was like the third anime I watched or something. Um, and I fucking love Psychopaths. So the setting, I think, is really cool. I love general dystopian stuff. So that's in here. Um, and then I also have always just like attached myself to antagonists more. And this has the best antagonist in anime um makashima he is so great and what i love about him so much and there's like a line that i really took away from psychopaths that i feel like no one else cares about because i've tried to find clips of it like all the time and just like no one is bothered clipping it um so makashima is this like very pretentious um bad guy he like firmly believes in his vision of the world he's often like quoting literature and stuff there's like this point where he's talking about um do androids dream of electric sheep and his like second in command guy talks about like oh like i heard there was a movie like back in the day about that referring to blade runner and then he goes on this whole (laughs) spiel about how they're completely different and that like they both have their merits but like to understand what i'm talking about you should probably read the source material and like i really liked that but later when he finds out I'm not, this is, Pete hasn't got there and he's actively watching it. There is a very major plot twist in this. Um, And essentially this group of people who, much like him, think that they're special and like the world's geniuses and stuff and like have a right to control people, offer him to join. And um, during their conversation, they're back and forth when he's like mulling this over. um, He quotes uh, Jonathan Swift. And, um, you know, then he starts like beating this person up basically. And then you know, they're like, what are you doing? Like before he's like going to kill them. Like, you know, you're like us, you're special, you're a genius. Da, da, da. And he says, 
thank you, but the genius is swift and kills him. Um, and I don't know why, but uh, like self-awareness from this guy who has appeared so like self-absorbed this entire time to like realize that he is not all great and all powerful that he is getting these influence from like other thinkers and stuff. And he actually respects their work was just sort of like this really cool mood change for it. Um, Other than that, the dominators are fucking awesome. It's really cool to see people explode. Um, So that's like why I, um, are they Chunibios? It's like, but it's like Chunibios if they actually took over the world. That's what I, I was trying to just process it all. It also it makes sense that you like uh, you're a Swifty, so it makes sense that you would like that. Quote, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah, Jonathan and Taylor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, so, <laughs> um, sorry, I, I that's no, that's great. Um, so, in number five, we have uh, Madoka Magica, and so I like magical girl shows. I think magical girls are fucking badass. Um, and so I had to decide between um, this and Sailor Moon for which magical girl representation I wanted to put in here. Um, and I decided on Madoka because uh, I don't shut up about Madoka. No, um, I think don't. it's fantastic. I, I think that what I really like about it is that I think it's more encompassing of the genre than people give it credit for. Um, but even when people hear like, oh, you gotta watch Madoka Magica, and they like finally do, they're like, wow, I really should have. Like, they're still surprised that they enjoyed it. Um, so that like whole like meta aspect of it is very pleasing to me because, you know, just because the protagonists of a show are magical girls doesn't mean that the show is like bad or for girls or something, especially as like Madoka goes to like show like it's very mature and it's adult themes. It has like really good adult supporting characters, which is like rare in anime, which is cool. Like Madoka's mom is like a 10 out of 10 mom. Um, and then Sayaka Miki is like my favorite anime character. I really like, again, I don't know why I have this obsession with protagonists failing, um, but I do. And so like her whole sort of self journey from realizing like why she was doing the things she was doing and how she was being selfish in her like, uh, eventual descent into despair, um, was just really cool to me. Um, I thought it was great. Um, if you want to hear me talk about Madoka more, we have a Watch Club episode. You can uh, listen yeah. to that. <laughs> um, number six for me is Konosuba. Uh, Konosuba is amazing. Um, it's just as serious as my previous five shows. And <laughs> what I what I love about Konosuba is that I, more than any other uh, show um, for sure, or like anime for sure and probably show, um, it gives me the sense of just like hanging out with your friends and like going and doing things with your friends. Like the group dynamic that they have is fantastic. Everyone has their own quirks and like uh, weird absurdities about themselves and they make fun of each other for it and they help each other with the things and they fight and they do things together and they get annoyed at each other. And it's just like you're, you know, going on adventures with your friends and stuff. It's like super cool um Kazuma's relationship with the girls is like way more uh like equitable than like other shows of this vein where there's like usually sort of a superiority <laughs> um yeah and, and Kazuma thinks that about himself but like it's not apparent in the reality of the situation mm-hmm. 
Um, so I, I don't know. So Code of Suba is like my comfort anime. It just like the EDs at the end and stuff just make me so happy. Them doing the little thumbs up thing in the OP makes me happy. It's just a happy show. I love it. Um, seven, we have Ping Pong the Animation. Um, so I love Ping Pong the Animation. Um, what my favorite thing about it is, is that it sort of has this like perspective shift about who the protagonist is um, towards the end of it. But it's been telling you the entire time who the protagonist was. And it's it was still like shocking to me, even though they not even foreshadowed it, just told you. There's like a, a whole theme, like they do bits in the past about how this guy is the hero of the show. Um, and it came out of nowhere for me. Um, I thought it was awesome. Uh, the moment where, you know, uh, he decides to like man up and like practice and he comes and he like has the hurt knee and you're like, oh no, it's like setting him up for, you know, failure and stuff. But he manages to like persevere through that is just fantastic. The direction is great. Literally every character is fleshed out like a ton. It is amazing to me. Like, you know, just how I cared about literally every character in the show and they're playing ping pong. It's like, um, just really cool. I really like the animation. I know that's like a hit or miss thing, um, but I thought it was really cool. Um, so at point eight, we're going to have our, um, like our token Satoshi Kone film. Um, if you have at all kept up with Wash Club, um, you know that we as a group very much enjoy Satoshi Kone. Very much um, so. <laughs> yes. Much. Um, but Tokyo Godfathers is my f- favorite Satoshi Kone film. Um, and I think that's like a little interesting because, like, I don't know, I tend to like darker stuff and his other films are relatively dark and this one is, isn't really. Um, yeah. I, I think that ultimately because it has this like very fleshed out characters and the story is fleshed out and just like complete and full. I I didn't need to know anything else after I finished Tokyo Godfathers. I, and that's where I think it gets the edge over something like perfect blue in my head, where perfect blue has this very open ended ending, um, you know, but I didn't know if how exactly to interpret it, you know, upon first watching it. Um, you know, I, I just love how humanizing Tokyo Godfathers is of the cast. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Slumdog Millionaire, uh, where yeah. Um, okay. I can they're going that. through all of these like happenstances. So instead of like reflecting back on them, it's like their current thing where they like learn all the different things or whatever. You know, you get captured by a Yakuza boss and you, you know, have to chase down someone who stole a baby and you, you do all of this stuff. And you just learn a lot about the characters throughout it. Um, I think it's great. And so I saved the best for last. Number the nine. The outlier. <laughs> <laughs> the very, <laughs> very severe outlier. Yeah. <laughs> we have the quintessential quintuplets. Um, so one, I love the quintessential quintuplets. I think it's great. Here's why. Um, one, the premise is absurd. This is a crazy premise. It's like someone was like, oh, what if we took a harem show? And there were quintuplets in it. And yeah. we did it, you know, um, like 
that's crazy. Um, two, I knew there would be a winner going into it. I didn't have to worry about some stupid bullshit, no winner, harem winner. Like, I know someone wins this. Three, it's set up like a mystery. I get to figure out who's going to win um, over it. I love mystery anime. Like, that's something that pretty much everything, like, five of the six of these shows have in common. I love mysteries. I love trying to figure things out as I watch something. And if that's just who the guy's going to date, I'm going to accept that. I really liked that in theory about a show like How I Met Your Mother. Um, it turned out that was just essentially impossible to ever figure out because they just showed her one day and were like, this is the mother. But Quince didn't do that because Quince is a better show than How I Met Your Mother. Hot um, take. I love it. <laughs> wow. And I fucking can't. I, I Every time I think about How I Met Your Mother, I like it less. Um, so, you know, I've read all of the manga for Quince. It doesn't stick the ending. I would say it stumbles and sprains his ankle. Um, but at the end, I think that the the ending makes sense. And when you like are like who Futuro chooses makes sense. And when you look back, it's all put together and you can like learn things about interaction that have happened based on the knowledge that you now have. And I think that's something that's like really cool about it. Um, also, Nino Nakano is in it. And she's dope. Um, so, number one girl uh, of this season, per the most recent ranking. So far, Whoever, yeah. <laughs> who could have seen it coming? Um, yeah. And so that is uh, what I have got. Uh, that is my nine. I like it. I like it. Uh, I, I have... I, I, the only thing that I thought would be interesting to add, and I thought that it was possible that you might have added, was either Fate Apocrypha or Rising of the Shield Hero for the wrong reasons. Yeah, so like... that. I hate them so much. I thought about putting in Shield Hero because yeah. <laughs> I I love hating on Rising of the Shield Hero. I I have like literally written like pages of papers on like why I hate Shield Hero and why it's mm-hmm. garbage. Um That's not a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's not. No, I, I know, I, we know. <laughs> we're nodding in agreement. We've seen them. We've seen them. I I've done that. And I, I yeah. So like I think that I, I like thought about doing that, but like ultimately um, I don't want to define myself about like what I think is complete trash. I want to like define myself by like the things I enjoy, and that's why I decided to do it that way. That's cool. I I have a similar sort of idea with uh, a couple of the shows on my list. Uh, but I uh, I like your uh, Tokyo Godfathers. I think I liked what you were saying about how it's weird that that's like the one you like the most, and it's I agree. I think that was my favorite of the Satoshi Kons too, because Perfect Blue does this thing with the ending where it's open-ended but and there is no clear like okay it's open-ended but this is probably what's going to happen like it's literally you can't you can't piece together like what the correct answer so to speak is or the right versus with uh tokyo godfather is like yeah okay her father just walks it he walks into the room and then it cuts the the movie fades away but like it's implied that oh they are going to resolve their differences they are going to or try to at least move on together you know so like it's open-ended but it's not it's not completely unanswered if that makes sense and i that's what i really liked about tokyo godfathers too uh johnny you got anything yeah i'm just surprised you didn't put mononoke i thought mononoke i thought as well (laughs) yeah so i i I do really like mononoke but like a lot of the things that i like about mononoke are just sort of conglomerations of these other things um and you know, like, I like Mononoke more than I like some of these anime, um, but, like, I don't think it, 
you know, much like some of these other things, I don't think it says anything like super unique about like what I like because we can get like the I like the mysteries, I like the avant-garde mm-hmm. stuff, I like all of the like all of the stuff like that from these other things I can put together. Like maybe it would have been a good like tie the bow at the end, but um, I I wanted to get something a little different in there. But I guess Kona Soup is a bit different too. But like I you know that's and why Quince. I I put Quince in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, oh yeah. And then the Konosuba, I, my favorite part of Konosuba, and I, I feel bad for not putting it on my list, but it, it was like right on the, on the cusp it is uh, all the characters, like you said, have such big flaws to them and are so obnoxious, but what everything that happens in the show has something to do with the characters and their stats or their stats are explained. And, and it, it's like, oh, you know, Cosmo well, yeah. rock, paper, scissors. Cosmo's never lost a game of rock, paper, scissors. That's why his luck stat, or it's because his luck stats super high. Like this shit like that constantly. And, and it's, you don't need to know it to like enjoy Konosuba. Uh, but it's there, and it, and it just adds another layer to the enjoyment for me. The for cause and show. effect in Konosuba is yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's like, so good. Everything that happens causes something else to happen, which causes something else to happen, and yep. it's amazing. It's, um, it's so well. It's yeah. so well. It's creatively written. It's that's why <laughs> what makes it such a good comedy. So well put together. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right, Pat, you uh, ready? All right, yeah, I am. All right. Uh, so my nine top to. Uh, there's no real particular order to them, but yeah, top left, all the way down to bottom right. Uh, I have Naruto, I have SAO, or Sword Art Online, I have Teppin Toppin, Gurren Lagan. I said that wrong, but I don't care. Uh, I have Raruni Kenshin, I have Violet Evergarden, and then it goes off the rails a little bit here from the norm. Uh, we have High School of the Dead, Kill la Kill, Golden Kamui, and Your Name as, as my nine. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll just start right at the top. So when I first uh, got into anime, or manga, really, is what I should say, uh, I was probably about 9 or 10 years old. So this is way back in mid-2000s. I was given, for Secret Santa, I was given the first three volumes of Naruto and the first two volumes of Aruni Kenshin by some cousin's mother of mine, or something, randomly. And... I didn't know at the time, but she would start me down this terrible addiction to anime that I have now. Uh, so thank you to that. Whatever, whichever aunt gave it to me, I don't even remember which one it was either. But yeah, I, I've since uh, Naruto is on this list because it was my first experience in anime. Uh, both the the show, watching it growing up, you know, racing home from school to catch it on Cartoon Network, to also still owning all seventy two volumes of the manga. You know, I would be reading it. As, as it was published in print, you know, I'd be racing to Barnes & Noble every couple months when they would, back before they really were releasing manga, too. It was such a pain in the ass. There would be some nights, uh, some days the they'd release three volumes, and then it'd go two years without releasing another one in English. And it was so frustrating growing up uh, trying to read Naruto. But I, I've, man, kids these days have it so easy, yada, 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 whatever. Um, I But I loved Naruto. It, it's really what got me into anime. And then SAO is on this list. That's next. SAO is uh, what got me into watching anime habitually, I guess I should say, because I I always liked Naruto. I always liked Pokemon growing up, but I didn't really watch it like consistently. It was more like, oh, I'd watch a random series here and there. Once I watched SAO based off of a friend's recommendation, it really got me into or opened my eyes to anime and it it got me hooked. I will come to SAO's defense at any moment. There are plenty of flaws with this show, but goddammit, why is it suddenly the punching bag when there's so many 
better punching bags in the anime series. You know, like Fairy Tale is there. Like there's so many other shows that you could hate on <laughs> instead of SAO. I just well, yeah, but I've had friends who have watched both say Fairy Tale is garbage. I, I'm I'm joking, by the way. People can like what they want to like. I it's fine, but just. I, I don't understand the uh, I, I guess I understand it because it became so popular, so it's really fun to shit on popular things. I understand because it has rape, but oh, so does so does. Let me now. Your lists don't really have any of those uh, topic matters. I guess looking at your four or eight or nine, whatever the fuck our number is that we have. But I know 81. good shows can happen, having or have that subject matter in it. It doesn't do it well, but it, that didn't put me off that badly. I didn't care. It's just, it, it's part of the show and it moved on. That's not what I liked about it. You know? So I know SAO, it, 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 not every time was that poorly done. I don't think as poorly done as people give it credit for being either. So, you know what it, it, the, the purpose of them, that happening was to make you hate the characters and sure as hell makes you hate them. Whether that's the correct way to make you hate a character or not, that's up to debate. I I probably be on your side in that debate as well, but you know what? It is what it is. There's so much more about that show to like, uh, and I really it, it just holds such a good place in my heart because it was my first seasonal that I watched, or not seasonal, first the show that got me watching things seasonally, uh, especially Sao Two. I remember watched the whole first series and then I started watching the second season as it was airing weekly. It's what made me get a Crunchyroll subscription, you know, like way back in like 2017, something like that. So that's, that's when I really started getting into it. Um, Gurren Lagann is next on this list. Uh, it's one of my favorite anime of all time. Uh, it like, I think it is not only critically or, or not only enjoyment wise, like a 10 out of 10, but I also think critically it is damn near perfect which is hard for a, a 25 episode show to do i don't think that there are any bad episodes there's not a bad character in this show everyone is so fleshed out and explored and man if i could just watch the show for the first time and and like get that experience back i i i would do it and i'd pay whatever it, co- it costs for me to have to have my mind memory altered to not remember it because this show is phenomenal uh, i remember binging it all in one night it was in college i was putting off a paper so i put this show on and watched all 25 episodes the first time and then two weeks later i went back and rewatched it because i couldn't believe how good it was i i again i i it's such a good show i watch gurren lagan it's got great waifus it's got great characters fantastic protagonists i love nia nia is such a fun character uh so relationship good. with simone is so 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 good Oh my God, I love this show. And it is one of, uh, I, I also like looking at it critically too, because it is a fun show to talk about when when discussed critically. One of my favorite uh, YouTubers, uh, best guy ever, did a video on why it's the best anime ever, which of course may be a little tongue in cheek, but it's he, he makes a very compelling argument for it. Check out his video if you want to. I think it's great. Uh, I love this show. Uh, and again, it's like, I, I don't have a, a so-called favorite anime, but I have like a, a like three to five shows that I consider my favorites, and this is one of them. Uh, next up is Rooney Kenshin. So like I talked about with Naruto, the show holds a special place in my heart because it was the manga itself I started reading when I was like eight or nine. It was one of my first introductions to anime. Um, and it was more Sinan than Naruto. You know, it was more mature uh, subject matter, more more adult characters than Naruto was. So um, it, it was a little different. And then I watched the anime one, uh, 
you know, just later on in my career, once I started watching more anime, I, I picked up the, I was like, oh, that's right. I used to read this. Let me, let me watch this and see what it's like. And the, the anime is really fun. Again, the author is, I, I'd like to separate the work from the author because the author has done some scummy things, but, uh, yeah, you can say that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Scummy is a good way to put it. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I don't even want to talk about what he's done. He's, he's a fucked up guy. He doesn't deserve any, any praise for what he's done in his life, but this 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 story is so well done and it i think it also speaks to my interests as a person you know i love history i love um i like romance stories and this has this is one of the best uh best done romance shonen stories i think out there i i think it really it does a good job with that i love the art style you know it's from the 90s so it's got that that vintage look to it so that's the other reason why i put it on this list other than the fact that yeah it is my pro it's been my profile picture on discord forever i love since i've known you yeah yeah since i've known you yeah i love this i love that karu and kenshin are so good together they are so lovable uh that's the two of them interacting is great and again i i i haven't seen a romance in a show done so well like i have in this one where um at least in a shonen i should say like in a shonen series it, it does it so well and again who doesn't like uh like so, like swords or samurai like that's so sick it's so cool um the time period too it's in takes place right at the beginning of the meiji era of, of japanese history which is a very very important time where electricity is just starting to happen uh or spread around around the country uh steam engines the outside world is finally starting to break into this isolationist country so it's uh japan forcing itself to go from having just samurai as their you know self-defense to now having police forces and militaries and uniting as a country it's such a a cool time in japanese history and i think it does a really good job of exploring that as well um uh we'll we'll go more into my interests as well with one of the later on shows but the next up is uh violet evergarden this show uh we've already talked about it i think uh pete was the one who had it on he said it's his favorite anime of all time this is another one just like girl Lagan, one of my favorites it's up there it's top three it's definitely not three either it's uh I, I've never been so emotionally moved by a story. Um, again, I binged it all in one night the first time. And then, and, and this goes for the movie as well. I went and saw the movie in theaters, I think in January or February. Um, so it was right before uh, COVID started shutting everything down. And it was just, uh, it was a completely different experience from the Konosuba experience where, you know, everyone in the theater was was hooting and hollering in the, in, with Konosuba, with this movie, everyone, you could hear a pin drop, you know, because everyone was so invested uh, in the story that was being told. Uh, I cannot wait for the sequel movie or the, 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 the finale movie, so to speak, that I can't wait for it to come to uh, streaming services or theaters in the U.S. Uh, I want to know what happens. I want to see the, the conclusion of the story. I think it, it was my anime of the decade in terms of series uh, from 2010s. I, it's, I, I don't know what, what more to say about it. It's, like, it's beautifully animated, really well-directed, really well, uh, uh, an interesting plot and time period too. You know, it's, it, it takes place in essentially what could be described as like a fantasy post-World War I uh, like location, you know, like a, 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 in a fantasy world. Uh, I don't know. I love it. I, I just, I could gush so much about the show. We already have in our Violet Evergarden episode of Watch Club. And 
you can hear Miles just uh, break all of our hearts collectively and and, uh, <laughs> and you know make us not have, give this show a, a, a goddamn ten out of ten like it deserves. It's okay though. It's okay though. You know what? Some people just uh, don't. Have we taste. learn from our mistakes. Yeah, you know, and you all certainly will learn eventually. I, I yeah. believe. <laughs> someday right, we'll watch NTR later. All right, so uh, moving on from some more of the my favorite shows because I think they're good critically and uh, enjoyment wise. I think this sh- the next show on my list uh, I put on here because it's a show that I like unironically love and think is fantastic. And also think that people who say it's bad just are either missing the point or are just ignorant. Like, I think that this is the show that I think is, like, the most underrated show that I like. So that's why I put it on on my list here. Uh, High School of the Dead. I fucking love this show. And I watched it when I was probably like 14 and horny and i Sounds loved about it right. <laughs> no right no hold on no that, yeah exactly though right like i saw the boob clip or whatever the the clip of the the thing going by the uh and and i was like whoa that's sick and then zombies and anime that never happens like we've talked about earlier there's no horror uh, zombies are not talked about in anime at all because partly because in japanese culture um death is is a very um, or the the undead are, are not very prominent in Japanese culture because it just doesn't just doesn't show up for whatever reason. I, I don't know I'm sure there's some cultural thing there, but um, so this is one of the few zombie anime that's out there, and I just loved it. I I I and I still unironically love it. I think it's it's fucking great. It knows what it wants to do and it does it. This show goes full balls to the wall, uh tits in your face like constantly and that's what it is and that's it doesn't try to hide that and i love that while also unironically i think that the action in it is really real well choreographed and really interesting i think the characters are actually more interesting than people give them credit for i think there's a lot of depth in within the characters and the their decisions um i don't know man i just wish uh i i feel so so terrible uh about this series because uh, the poor author got sick and, and passed away. And I, I really wish um, someone else would pick up the pen for him because there's so much that he he wrote as well beyond what was shown in the series. Uh, like he continued in the manga and it was, I, I've read it before and it was pretty, pretty impressive. Like I was like, this is, he clearly had like a story that he was trying to tell. It wasn't just there to be fan service. It wasn't just there to be, um, you know, to, to sell copies of, uh, of a manga or something like that like it i don't know i i just love this show and i think people who hate on it or just just see the clip of the tits bouncing around and the bullet going between them and then just say oh yeah it's one of these kinds of shows and and they just hate on it i don't know that that's my take i so i thought that that was like a good representation of my my hottest take uh, among like anime in general that that's like more of a unique one to me rather than my my take that toradora sucks which it doesn't actually suck. It, it's just not the best. Um, but yeah, moving on, we can, uh, yeah, that landmine that I just set, we're going to ignore Bruh. it. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, moving on to Kill a Kill. So this is a series that I put on here because I think this series gets a lot of hate um, that I think is, or, or I think I think people who, uh, I, I, I forget, how to I, I don't know exactly how to put this but i i love this series a lot it was one of my first anime as well so that's probably part of the reason why it's on here but i i think that this show uh people who criticize it for being like 
uh, like, oh, why is everyone naked? Why why is it need why is clothing uh the source of power? all this and that. Like I oh the the main problem that I have with what, what people usually respond to that is that that are trying to defend the show is that, oh, you're just missing the point of the show. Which is such a stupid argument, but it it kind of is what the point of the show is, you know. Like it's it's a a criticism on uh, consumer ideals, right? Like consumerism, and and I just loved this series to death. I think uh, the twist as well. Uh, I didn't see coming. I don't know if you, if I was just blind, but I had no- which one? Oh, uh, so spoiler for Kill a Kill for the next fifteen seconds. Uh, uh, the the two of them being sisters i had no i did not see that coming at all i thought that was very clever that uh ryuko and and god uh satsuri sorry sasuke, sasuke? thank you sasuke yes yeah, sasuke. sisters uh i thought that was really clever and it made sense and then it made the story make sense too like why they were connected why they were so evenly matched why they were uh both able to worse and ketsu you know like that i don't know i did again this series just means so much to me because i i think uh you know what people who hate on this series like just just go fucking look at a brick wall like if that's like this is made to be bombastic and interesting and 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 crazy and that's exactly what it was and i i loved that about it um i don't know i i just love kill the kill i don't I you think not to get too into kill the kill but like don't you think the show misses his own points with like the way it objectifies ryuko and stuff I think that's part of the point, though, is that it 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 show it, it's making fun of itself at the same time. I think it's self aware with the you know with the fan service shots and the and the other things that happen. I think I personally think that that's like the the well the even the character like the Moncacho family and like how they try to peep on her and like sexually assault her and stuff. Yeah, no, I, again, I think, I think that that is commentary on itself. I don't know. I, that, okay. That's the way I interpreted it. <laughs> that's the way I interpreted it. I can see why you wouldn't. Um, but um, I think that, yeah, like that's, again, it's not that the show is immune to criticism either. Like that's where, like Gurren Lagan, I think is like pretty damn perfect. It's all, or it's about as perfect as you can get. Kill a Kill definitely isn't perfect, but I really, really love this show. And I think people who hate on it just, I it, it, fr- it frustrates me because it's like, it's, it's kind of what the point is. Um but yeah, so the next show on the list is uh, Golden Kamui, which is uh, partly my diversity pick, but also the one I think that represents my interests the most. Uh, as I've talked about in the past, I love history. You know, I graduated uh, from university with a degree in history uh, and Japanese history in general. I've always found an interest in, you know, again, Kenshin really got me into that. But even then, Naruto, Naruto does a little bit of it as well, um, with at least with the culture in Japan. And I think. Uh, Gon Kamui does all of those things where it's it's a historical fictional heist drama that's also an absurdist comedy similar to Konosuba. So that's um that's why I threw that on this list. I think anybody who isn't watching the show is missing out. Clearly most of Japan agrees with me. It's not as popular out west, which is interesting. Uh, uh but in Japan itself, it's actually an extremely popular series, so I can't wait to get a third season or a fourth season of it rather. Um announced and and published it's i i think all the characters are really fun the two main protagonists i really like how they don't uh they they have a love for each other but it is like a platonic comradic love rather than a a romantic love that is usually hard to find in anime between 
a male and a female protagonist, you know, like usually they, oh, they fall in love, happy ending, whatever. Like in this one, it's very clear that they're just like platonically mutual. Like they are, they, 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 they have a great care for each other, like, like family almost. And um, I think watching their relationship develop while also enjoying the absurd comedy moments uh, and exploring the the culture of japan you know like again this is based in around the meiji era so the 1800s 19, early 1900s and it's cool seeing the local japanese tribes people meshing with japanese soldiers who just fought in the japanese Russia, uh, russian war you know like that kind of stuff is uh i think it's really cool to see them uh interact and cross you know eating food together and learning about each oh what what caribou brain like that's a delicacy like really and then uh oh you guys eat soy like it smells terrible like that kind of like seeing their cultures like meet and and come to be what uh you know that you follow this party around as they do uh essentially follow and follow through with a heist and it's it's so much fun uh i i again i think i it's just it's a great time and it doesn't take itself too seriously uh which i really like as well and uh yeah so that's golden kamui i highly recommend it very very fun show and then uh the last one on this list uh is your name uh this movie i think is my favorite movie i've ever seen uh like I said earlier about Gurren Lagann, I wish I could go back and watch it for the first time. I, I think I'm not alone in saying that I wish I could watch your name for the first time again in uh, in theaters or in where, wherever. I don't know. I just wish I could experience that shock when the, you know, when the pen just drops and, uh, and you just, you're, you're just, and it's completely silent and you're just stunned. You're just like, what? What's going on? And the, the movie only gets better every time you rewatch it. There's things that you missed, things that you didn't see the first time or didn't know to watch for in the first time you watch it. I can totally see how this movie became a fun, uh, phenomenon back in was it 2016, I believe, when it released in Japan. And I don't know, uh, this, this anime movie was stunning. It opened my eyes to Makoto Shinkai as well, who uh, his filmography, I've seen all of it now. Uh, and I loved, I've pretty much loved every single movie he's made uh weathering with you was great uh five centimeters per second was great uh garden uh the garden of words was fantastic like again i i've watched almost every single movie he's ever published and enjoyed every single one of them so i can't wait for him to announce his next project uh but yeah so i figured i'd throw that uh your name on the list because he he's my favorite director as well and uh yeah uh, right so on. that's my list of nine yeah i guess the only thing that i i feel like at least in my interpretations, I feel like you lean more like melodramatic slash romance slash comedy. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't see something like Origairu on here, Golden Time. That's what I was gonna say. Something like yeah, Origairu was yeah, the one like, that I specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I thought while I was putting this list together, I was like Origairu is missing, right? And and that and Golden Time, I was I, I thought about putting Golden Time on there, but uh, again, I feel like those shows are. Uh, well, for one, I expected one of us to have Origairu on the list. Honestly, I was shocked that none of us had it, and I figured that'd be my time to talk about it. But yeah, like Origairu is like would be like number ten, right? Because I love that series. I love the characters in it. Golden Time, I think, is uh, could maybe replace High School of the Dead as like the show that I think everyone hates on that is a lot better than it than it deserves. But um, when I was looking at my my list last night while I was putting this together, I was like, man, what shows like truly moved me, and what shows 
really changed my perspective on whether that's life or anime, Japanese culture, whatever's going on. And what shows like best describe um, my perspective, I guess. And I think that these shows would uh, were the best way to put it. Uh, like what my what me as an anime fan looks for and sees, which of course. I would. I really do wish I could have put Oregairu on this list. I really wish I had a tenth slot for it, um, because that show is so much to me, and I do lean into melodramatics and and uh, and romance a lot. Those are my two favorite categories, which is why I. But I figured Violet was enough. You know, Violet Kenshin. Both of those have those elements thrown in. Uh, you know, Sao has romance as well. As my, uh, people love to shit on it, but. The two main characters, their their relationship is a highlight of that show. You know, um, same thing with Your Name. It's a very melodramatic show. So I was like, all right, you know, that's got enough representation there uh, that I that I was content with it. So yeah, right on. Great. Anybody else have anything to say about Pat's list? I mean, it, it, you sort of summed it. Like, I'm surprised about the number of like action shows that are on here. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I guess. They all make sense, except for, I don't know, I don't think I've ever heard you talk about Kill Kill. Um, but, like, by themselves, they all make sense. Like, I'm not surprised to see any one of these on the list, if that makes sense. I guess mm-hmm. I'm surprised by the pervasiveness of them on your list. Where yeah. they're, like, the majority of your list. Yeah, I guess they are. And when you think about, they, I guess they are, a lot of them are action, so to speak. But the thing is, I don't think any of them alone is like an action show you know like i'm not watching them for the action that is in them that's something that i've always uh i guess i would notice uh you know like kenshin it has action it has sword fighting but that's not the focus of the show the focus is the relationships between the characters and the the uh the history between them and uh everything going forward between the two of them or between the the cast of characters you know uh high school the dead it's action like sure yeah that's it's action don't forget the tits it's, but it's zombies. It's a cool story. It's a zombie story. Girl Lagan is a story about boyhood, ter- um, boy turning into a man, and what that experience is like. Sao is a romance and a story of a hero. Um, Golden Kamui is a comedy and a heist. You know, like while also having action. Kill the Kill is a story of a you know a girl fighting the system and uh, trying to you know, get answers and, and succeed in life, you know? So I, I guess that that's why, and again, Naruto is just my first, you know, it was the, and, and even then Naruto has a lot more to it than just the action itself. Um, yeah. But, I'm not saying that they're like only action. I guess mm-hmm. I just would have expected more like, you know, Oregayu's golden time, things that like lack action, I guess, you yeah. know, like uh bunny girl senpai, something that's like that. That's the other like, show that I was thinking like, oh, man, I really wish I could have put it, uh, found some room for it on my list, but I, Again, I was just like, man, like which show affected me more, like, or which show did I, I feel like would be, uh, more representative of of me or my perspective? And I was just like, you know what, these shows, you know, uh, like Cowboy Bebop's another show that I thought about throwing on, that I just was not. I was just like, man, I love this show. You know, you're gonna carry that weight stuck with me for so many days. I thought about that fucking end card, like, you know, like it just completely moved me. But, uh. But I was just like, man, what do I take off? Like, there's, uh, I guess, Kill a Kill would be the only one that I would take off, and that one I was like, that was the one I was most iffy on. But I think that, um, I, I just love it. The music in it, it's so iconic. It's, it's such a. The music is very good. I feel uh, like Kill a Kill takes like a worse. It's like 
you're it's like the same slot as high school of the dead for you um Mm-hmm. where you know you you think it's like better than some of the criticisms and stuff that it might have against it and that's like why you wanted to put it there because you wanted to like bolster your support for it um but i i guess i've just never because i like am kind of mean to kill a kill like all the time oh and yeah just, oh I, yeah I, I, <laughs> you, are, I, you are i've never heard you say anything about it i guess and if i said something it, mean about the other shows on this list, which which I frequently do, um, yes, you do. <laughs> you know, you're right there to defend them. Um, it, so. It's hard. It's hard to defend Kill a Kill because I think it's either you, you agree I bring with the up message the sending, scene, like a lot, and yeah, the bathtub scene. I defend. Very, See, I, how I, do you I, defend that? There are infinity better bruh, ways to portray bruh, that. Bruh. <laughs> there are yeah but they just because there are better ways doesn't mean that's the only way you can do it i i don't know if you fo- no I, it's not that there's a better well, way how it, would it, you do it in a better in way any, how how would i show that her mother is controlling her um in a better way than her mother walking into the bathtub and fingering her let me think I, how i would do that i don't know no. but give me 10 minutes and you i bet i can come up with three ideas to me that i don't know to me that just showed that she has uh, she was naked. She was uh, exposed. She had no control. It, it was a way to show that she had absolutely, literally zero control. This was in her. You know, when people say when you're when you're nude, you are at your most uh, exposed. You're at your most um, proud, vulnerable, vulnerable. And yeah. her mother came in and violated her. Gave her no control in that situation. Gave her no choice, no options, and just. Basically, just said, "I run this. This is me. I'm yeah, in charge." Yeah, I just think you. Could, I feel like I there could think... be another way to do that. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't. That is, so what? That's another way. Yeah, so There's another, another way. Bad. It's a bad directorial decision. No, it's not. Yes, because it's a bad just... way to do that. It's absurd. I don't know. It takes away from the meaning because of how it's not awful absurd. it is. It's not that absurd, is it? In the, it because it, it, it highlights how awful it, it goes away from the mother being like controlling to making the. And I guess she is a cartoon villain, but making the mother a cartoon villain, right? Like, she, I mean, but that's the entire show she is, is about a cartoon that. villain, though. And yeah, I, it, I, yes, I, I do get that. We, I don't know. Have, I just we have two different perspectives on it. <laughs> and that's well, that's my point, though. So, like, I feel like it's either you, you're on the side where you're just like it's intentionally absurd, and that's what I liked about it, versus why is it so absurd that's dumb yeah. like i guess that that's the two perspectives which is why again <laughs> i think i get why people criticize kill a kill that's all like <laughs> and we're and we're just like Bruh. i don't know we have two very different <laughs> sides to the story did you get a soundboard or something it like did. crazy I... no way i had no idea i, uh, I don't know what you're talking about uh, that was just oh, me. Yeah. that was just me doing that with my mouth mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but yeah, that that's my list. Uh, and uh, hopefully, if you guys want to come talk about these shows, any of the shows that we've talked about, come do it. Come join our Discord, right? All right, Pete. Yeah, come on, come join our Discord. Well, hopefully, you guys got like a better understanding of like our taste, our like background, things that like mean something to us in anime, and just like get an overall perspective on us. But yeah, we have a Discord, we have a Twitter. You should join it, follow us. You know the vibes. Um. Yeah, but I just want to say thank you if you made it this far. Uh, really appreciate this really fun episode. And yeah, um, if you're interested in all that, yeah, come join us. Otherwise, we'll see you in a week for Watch Club. So thanks a lot. We'll see you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.